This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. I've been reading a lot of books about working out and the gym and things like that. And my new favorite quote is, turn your pain into power. Rankings. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome into Locked On Big 12. I'm Drake Toll from ESPN Central Texas. Thank you for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. Today is massive. It is massive because it's my favorite day of the year. That is basketball season. Big 12 basketball starts today. Kansas State and USC. I can't wait to see John Higgins. I think Did he retire? I don't know. Out there waving arms. Rowing. That's it. Saying it's a charge, it's that time of year again. But you know what? I haven't put out a lot of basketball stuff. I will in the next couple of days. It's football still in my mind. And that means it's Monday power rankings. Today's power rankings, we start with number one overall, Texas. Boo, who cares? Number two, this is the one that matters. These are the ones that matter. The Oklahoma State Cowboys winning Bedlam, eternal scoreboard, and they have the single best player in the Big 12. Not just lately, not just on a hot streak, but overall, the single best player in the Big 12 right now. He's not at the top on your draft board. I know that. He's not at the top on anybody's draft board. He's not a five-star prospect. He's not somebody that everybody in the country and the talking heads is bringing up right now. I don't care. He's the best player in the Big 12. His name is Ollie Gordon. Ollie Gordon, unbelievable, unstoppable. He also makes our power rankings for the second time later on. You'll see that. Number three, the Kansas Jayhawks. I didn't have a lot of respect for Kansas there for a good portion of the season because I was just waiting. I was sitting and I was waiting to see what Kansas would do. They got blown out by Texas. They lost to Oklahoma State, but now after wins against Oklahoma and that, I'll say, I'll say dominating winning against Iowa State, the Cyclones stayed in it, but Kansas Never felt like it was out of control of the game. I have them at three in my power rankings this week. Kansas, a legitimate contender in the Big 12. And by the way, later on in the show, we'll get into Big 12 championship odds. Who's going to make it? What, are the, what is their shot? At number four, Kansas State. For the first time this season, I have the K-State Wildcats behind Kansas. I believe the Jayhawks at this point have built a resume enough to have a case over Kansas State while that matchup will be played soon. I also think at this point in the juncture, after the loss to Texas, despite it being close, you've got a side with a hot hand and Kansas in the power rankings. Kansas State at four behind the Jayhawks, despite the loss. At five, another team that lost last week is Oklahoma. The Sooners, while I want to say the wheels have fallen off, this is something that every Big 12 team has effectively experienced at some point in time this season. Let's talk about our current king, Oklahoma State. Plenty of teams have been the king of this league before and dethroned. Just ask Kansas State. Ask a Texas Tech who I thought would be so good coming into the season. Ask a TCU who was in the national championship last year. Right now for Oklahoma, they're going through one of those stretches. Oklahoma State lost to South Alabama and Iowa State. Now the number two. Oklahoma at five after consecutive losses. Season's not over for the Sooners, though. They're still dangerous. At six, West Virginia, C.J. Donaldson, 
Garrett Green, Nico Marchial, Hudson Clement. Need I say more? West Virginia is what we call in this league good at football, and they're starting to prove it again, despite where they had that same thing that Oklahoma's going through, what Oklahoma State went through, what Kansas has already seen. That's the tough Big 12 stretch where you lose a game or two in a row. Number seven, Iowa State, the Cyclones. I am enamored still at the job that Matt Campbell has done to make this team relevant in the Big 12 because it didn't deserve to be. After a betting scandal took your starting running back and your starting quarterback away, you take any, listen to this, listen to this, take any team, if you're a UCF fan listening, if you're a BYU fan listening, a Baylor fan listening, take your team, remove the starting quarterback, the starting running back preseason. Many of these teams have seen how they'd play without the starting quarterback, a la a Baylor with, with Sawyer Robertson there for a bit. BYU going to their Juco kid this week. You've seen Texas do it now. Not an easy thing to do, and Iowa State has done it with some pretty good success. Iowa State at seven, very impressed. Number eight, it's just Ollie Gordon. Ollie Gordon alone is better than most of the seven of the teams in the Big 12. Just Ollie Gordon. Number nine, Texas Tech. Still might be, it's tough to say the biggest disappointment because TCU has been worse than Texas Tech, but I had higher expectations for Tech than I did TCU coming into this season. If you're a Tech fan and you are not disappointed, I think you're doing the fan thing wrong. It's your job in this scenario to look around and say, huh, we have regressed in year two with what many thought would be a more talented team. I know you could say preseason, whoa, slow down, trust your own climb. This isn't good. And if you think it is good, if this is what you want to settle for in year two under Joey McGuire, I, yeah, you're just not a very good fan. Sure, you can still trust the process with McGuire and company, but you shouldn't be happy with ninth in the power rankings, but it's where you have to land on the backside of the Big 12. At number 10, the TCU Horned Frogs. Disappointment is, is another... I mean, look at the Art Bryles protégés, the ones who are of his family tree and coaching tree, and Jeff Levy at Oklahoma, who had a bad week again, and Kendall Bryles at TCU, who had a bad week again. TCU, expectation was not met at 10 right now, possibly missing a bowl game. The only thing you can do to revive yourself, to, to make your standing within the Big 12 better, is please beat Texas. Just do that for us. Just that one little favor. Number 11, BYU. Is BYU fraudulent? That's a conversation we can open up a little bit here. Is BYU fraudulent? The answer is, is yes. I mean, they, they got the win against Cincinnati. They got the win against a reeling Texas Tech team. They played well at home, and it makes me a little confused with what they'll do this week. But Keaton Slovis was never a world-beating quarterback. He was never all Big 12 caliber. The run game was never good. They were opportunistic. We've used that word on this show a lot. But the games that they won, it wasn't, wow, BYU dominated Cincinnati. I mean, I was in person for that game, and the whole first half, it was Cincinnati the whole way. BYU has not gotten lucky, per se. Made the right plays at the right time in some of these games. But overall, BYU, five wins. Congrats that you got there, but can you push yourself to a bowl game? We'll see the number 11 this week. Technically, number 10. We'll take out Ollie Gordon, who's at eight. Number 12, Houston. Very impressed that Houston now has two wins against original Big 12 teams. BYU was not the first, despite them being the best of the new teams here and the highest ranked in the power rankings. Houston has beaten West Virginia and Baylor. That's ahead of schedule. That's ahead of schedule for where Houston was supposed to be. They're the second best of the new schools, and that is shocking, especially considering where Houston was just last week and weeks before that. Number 13 is UCF. The UCF Knights have had a... 
unexpectedly bad year. I, I would say this is not where I thought UCF would land. Um, I expected them to be in the top 10 of these power rankings, maybe better than BYU. Despite my preseason rankings not showing that, John Rice Plumley being as good as he is. A little surprised they're at 13 this week. Dude, down to the bottom half of the Big 12, near the very bottom of the Big 12, but they are. Number 14, Baylor. I, you're going to have to make a change. You're going to have to, the longer you delay at Baylor, making a change at your head coaching position, uh, the the worse things are going to get with your current situation. It's just, I hate it. I don't enjoy saying that, but you're going to have to do it sooner than later. And then the bottom, the bottom team of the Big 12 is Cincinnati. Just bad. Um, you know, I, I don't, just bad right now. Go back to Butch Jones, maybe. Rehire Butch Jones. <laughs> Joke. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Scott Satterfield, year number one, give him time, but oof. Just looks ugly for a team that had a couple of All-Americans preseason. Then at number 16, it's one individual person. That's Colin Klein for his atrocious play calling the offensive coordinator at Kansas State. You, my friend, get zero points this week. I'm not happy with the play calling. I don't think you're as bad as Jeff Levy. I don't think you're as bad as Kendall Bryles. But oh, on that goal-to-go scenario where you've got to get it here, is you just give your quarterback one route, one corner route, we hope it's open gross. How about we spread it out and we know that Colin Klein's going to run the football. Gross. Colin Klein. Will Howard's going to run the football. Colin Klein could have probably would have run the football and gotten the same result. So your power rankings go Texas at one. Oklahoma State two. Kansas three. Kansas State four. Oklahoma comes in at five. West Virginia at six. Iowa State at seven. Those teams vying for a conference title. At nine, Texas Tech. Ten, TCU. 11, BYU. 12, Houston. You'll remember Ollie Gordon was at 8. 13, UCF. 14, Baylor. 15, Cincinnati. And 16, Colin Klein. Those, my friends, are your Big 12 power rankings. Coming up, who's going to win the Big 12 Conference? What are the odds? What are the the scenarios? What's the, what's the, what's the... Let's take it through it. This is Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. Near beer, baby. I have had so many brewskis today, and that is because Athletic Brewing Company allows me to. You're wondering, wow, how has he had 14 beers? He's so eloquent in this podcast. Thank you. It's because Athletic Brewing Company has non-alcoholic brews. They're great tasting, award-winning, and they beat out full-strength beers in global competitions. They brew over 50, over 50 styles of craft, non-alcoholic beer, including IPAs, Goldens, Sours, and more. They're fit for all times. Watching the big game? Watch your kid's game. Tackling work, working out. No hangovers ever. Find Athletic Brewing Company in store. Went to H-E-B, saw it. Get it online, athleticbrewingcompany.com, athleticbrewing.com. Find it. Bars around the country also have it. Right now, first-time customers can use code Locked On to get 15% off your first online order. Find Athletic Brewing Co.'s non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. Athleticbrewing.com. That's Locked On at checkout, 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
All right, let's take you through the scenarios of the Big 12 championship. Who is going to win this league? First and foremost, this is a league that is being dominated by Oklahoma State and Texas. They're the only two, the only two one-loss teams. That makes sense. The only teams with one loss right now. If there are multiple teams tied with a chance to go to the Big 12 title, which is where it looks like we're going with a few weeks left. I gave you earlier, there are seven teams, seven teams in the conversation of winning a Big 12 championship. Texas, Oklahoma State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Iowa State. All of those teams have a shot. Hell, three games to go. Even Texas Tech has an outsider's chance of going to the Big 12 championship game. I'm not going to tell you about them, though. I'm not going to... I'm not going to go that far. If there's a tiebreaker, though, I read this. This is straight from the Big 12 website. Head-to-head is where you go first, right? If not, every tied team has played each other. Go to step two. Step two here. Record against the next highest place common opponent in the standings. So if Texas is at one and there are three teams tied at two and one of those three teams has beaten Texas, Allah, and Oklahoma, then since they have the better record against a higher-placed well, it says common opponent. So you guess the other teams will have had to play Texas. They get to jump in the standings. But if you get there and other teams have not played them, then that kind of flies out the window. We have to go to win percentage against all common conference opponents. So you played Iowa State. We played Iowa State. And the other team tied with us is Iowa State. Well, then how do we... Because we could... Uh, we did... Right? Is that confusing to you as well? Let's go to number four then. Combined win percentage in conference games of conference opponents. So you basically take, take the strength of conference schedule. So now we can pull, all right, you beat Baylor and they suck. You And, and you beat Houston and they're not very good. You beat Cincinnati and they've lost a ton of games. Oh, wow. Well, your conference schedule, look at you, Oklahoma State, is not that tough. Therefore, a team like in Iowa State, who you say, oh, well, they played Kansas, who was really good. They played Oklahoma State, who was really good. Then you say they have the tougher conference schedule by the fourth stipulation that breaks a tie, they could make it in. The fifth stipulation, if, we, if by then we still can't find a winner, this is total number of wins in a 12-game season. They'll allow you one win against an FCS opponent. <laughs> They'll count one of those, not two of them. And now we say, all right, well, you're 8-4, and four, you're 8-4, and four, and you're 8-4. and four. Well, you, you all beat out criteria number two. You're still tied. Criteria number three, the win percentage against common conference opponents were still tied. Your, your combined win percentage, your strength of scheduling conference is still tied. And you're all eight and four. So we go to number six. And that is your ranking by sports source analytics. That's right. We say, hmm, here's what this algorithm thinks your team is. And that's what's going to decide who goes to the Big 12 championship. If there's a three or four way tie or a five way tie, and we're trying to decipher who's beaten who and what record goes where. Again, do you see how confusing all this is? If none of those work, if the six steps don't work, including if there's still a tie from the Sports Source Analytics team rating score metric, we go to a coin toss. Good old fashioned five team coin toss. Let's do a heads or tails tournament. I went to Fansided, read a great article at Fansided. This one written by John Bueller. And John breaks every one of these down, has the standings in there as well, and says that the season ended today. Obviously, Texas and Oklahoma State are in the Big 12 championship game. Right now for Kansas, they're a team that I look at and say, all right, you still have an okay chance. You lost to Texas and Oklahoma State. That doesn't do you any favors, but you get Texas Tech, Kansas State, and Cincinnati down the stretch. That's an opportunity to beat Cincinnati, have the tiebreaker over them. They're a team that's in this conversation, and then you should beat Texas Tech and Cincinnati. So if you've got the Kansas State win, 
Cincy and Tech, you can go to 10-2, and 7-2 in conference play. And then at that point, you need Oklahoma State or Texas, one of those teams, to lose two more down the stretch. They're going to have to finish with 6-3 and three records in conference play. That's where your hang-up is. You have a great job to control your own destiny in a way of, hey, we feel like we can win these next three games. However, you need one of those two teams to lose not just one, but two. Kansas being 4-2 and two in conference play. Um what has Kansas State, I'm sorry, also 4-2 and two in conference play, wouldn't prevent you from getting in there, but your loss to Oklahoma State doesn't help. Your loss to Texas, you're in Kansas, Boat. you're probably going to beat Baylor. At Iowa State game might be close. That Kansas game is going to be huge for who stays alive in the Big 12 championship conversation as it sits for Kansas State after the Baylor win, two games to go. You, my friend, are also going to need... Texas or Oklahoma State to finish with three losses in conference play. They each both have one. Oklahoma is in a better spot than Kansas State and Kansas, all things considered right now. That loss to Oklahoma State hurts them, but they have the tiebreaker over Texas. So if Texas is to lose another game, they dropped two games, uh, two games lost in Big 12 play. Oklahoma then has the tiebreaker. But here's the question we start to ask if that happens. Who did Texas lose to? And moreover, did Oklahoma lose to another team that's tied with them that would create that tiebreaker scenario? So Oklahoma's win over Texas could put them in Arlington playing Oklahoma State later this year if Texas loses another game. However, if we're in a tiebreaker scenario, we're going to need more clarification on the seven steps, including a coin toss the Big 12 allows. Again, see how complex this is. West Virginia. Four and two in Big 12 play. And after two straight wins, they are right back in the conversation of a Big 12 championship. Their best win in conference play is over Texas Tech. They've lost to Oklahoma State and Houston. But that Houston loss doesn't really hurt them because Houston's not in this conversation for the Big 12 championship. There's not a, oh, Houston has the tiebreaker because of the head-to-head. Oklahoma State, though, they, they do. They do. You need to beat Oklahoma. Let's start there with West Virginia. We can figure you out. You're going to beat Baylor and Cincy. You need to beat Oklahoma. Then we can try to figure you out. Iowa State, 4-2 and two in league play right now. You have the head-to-head over Oklahoma State. That bodes well for you. So if they lose another game down the stretch, you have the tiebreaker over the Cowboys. You don't have the tiebreaker with Oklahoma or Kansas. That's where things get hairy. What if Oklahoma State loses a game, and then you have two lost teams that are Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Iowa State. What do we do with that? They're all at two losses. Some of them have beat each other. Now what? And then there's Texas Tech. You're still in the hunt, I guess. I don't know how. And I'm not about to let my brain explode trying to figure it out. So there you go. This is tough. And none of it makes sense. Hopefully that made a little bit of sense to you. You piecing it together? Eh, tough to unpack. I'll try again later this week. Sorry. This is Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Talent Solutions. Telling you what, LinkedIn Talent Solutions is where I go when I need to hire. And I hire a lot. Once every season, you know, like one in the fall, one in the spring, one in the summer even sometimes, I will hire an intern. And I go to LinkedIn.com forward slash Locked On College. Would you like to be my intern? That'd be awesome. It can be remote. That's so fun. LinkedIn Talent Solutions is where I go to find mine because they have not missed yet. 
right now, Purple Hashtag Hiring Frame on their website. I know a lot of you probably used LinkedIn already. You add your hire to the Purple Hashtag Hiring Frame. Let them know, hey, we need we have an opening. We need somebody. There are simple tools, screening questions, make it easy to focus on the right candidate. Small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs help you find your qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Keep in mind terms and conditions do apply. Congratulations to the Oklahoma State Cowboys. You are bound for the Big 12 championship. Somebody out there shaking their fist. No, they're not. Somebody else out there. Don't jinx us. That's what they sound like. I don't know if you've seen that picture yet of the the goalpost. It's torn off. Awesome. Dropping at the pond. Awesome. Going to Arlington. Awesome. Some fuzzy memories there. Take you back to 2021. I was in the house for that one. Wild happenstance. Baylor stopping Oklahoma State at the goal line. That was a travesty. How do you let that happen? I do not know. Spencer Sanders at QB. Oh, the glory days for Oklahoma State. And they lose in a heartbreaker. Now you get a chance at redemption. Now Mike Gundy gets a champ chance at Big 12 championship redemption. Usually, you saw it that year, you got to get to the Bedlam game to get to the Big 12 championship. That's the case here. Now in, in the sparse years, it hasn't often happened where Oklahoma State has gotten past that Bedlam game. Now that the Cowboys have, you've got UCF, Houston, and BYU. You are blessed with having to play three of the four new schools. That bodes well for Oklahoma State, who got four, all four of the new schools on their schedule. That bodes well for Oklahoma State because those schools have been very not good. UCF, underwhelming to me. I had higher expectations for them. Houston, granted, they love to play spoiler, and I had them preseason pick to beat Oklahoma State. It's possible. And then BYU, who the wheels have fallen off for. The UCF game is one that I just, here's my worry. If you're an Oklahoma State fan, maybe you're with me here. Here's my worry. Is Gundy going to Gundy? Iowa State, wide right. Take you back to that. Is Gundy going to Gundy? Baylor, fourth and goal at the six-inch line. Is Gundy going to Gundy? You've got to ask yourself that question of when it comes down to the opportunity to go to a Big 12 championship. Oklahoma State gets past UCF. They get past Houston. All they got to do is beat BYU at home. They're favored by 14. Will they lose to a reeling BYU team? That That's my main issue here. See, you'll remember earlier in the season, Gundy was... Um, I, I don't want to say he was in danger of losing his job. That's probably a little bit too far. But there are murmurs of Gundy's lost it. He needs to go. They can't win with him anymore. And the big reason why it was obvious to me, and I think everybody else out there, truly obvious, truly, the big thing was he won't hand the ball off to Ollie Gordon. He's not letting them hand the ball off to Ollie Gordon. Now that they are doing that, 1,200 yards, 12 touchdowns. Had they given the ball to Ollie Gordon earlier in the season, it'd be different. Now going into this week, you get a guy named R.J. Harvey with UCF, who has gone under the radar as one of the best running backs in the Big 12. John Rice Plumley, who can be one of the most dangerous quarterbacks in the Big 12. A wide receiver like Javon Baker, who we don't talk about enough as being one of the best receivers in the Big 12. UCF had lost four straight games, and now here they come in. Five straight games? And now here they come in, coming off a two-point win at Cincinnati with momentum. You know, you, of course, Oklahoma State, have all the momentum in the world and the best player in the Big 12 with Ollie Gordon. 
But is Gundy going to Gundy? ESPN right now has UCF at a 52% chance to win. ESPN also says there's a 96% chance that I'm the most attractive man in the world, so we know they get this whole thing wrong a lot of times. But this is this is interesting that ESPN has Oklahoma State as the underdog, that, that Vegas only has Oklahoma State favored by two and a half, a rat line. What do they know that we don't? Coming off the big game, does Oklahoma State, because it, it looks like on paper, I would say, oh, wow, Oklahoma State's going to blow this game out of the water. It's against UCF. They lost to Baylor. They lost five straight games in Big 12 play. No way. No way. The Cowboys find a way to lose. Well, my friends, that's when Mike Gundy is at his absolute worst. And even if you get past this week, then you go on the road to Houston. They've already beaten two of the old Big 12 teams, West Virginia and Baylor. Then that BYU team that, that already beat Texas Tech. I, I want to say congratulations. You punched your ticket to the Big 12 championship. And you have, by, for all intents and purposes, on paper, you have done that. It's done. It's over. You're going to Arlington. But I don't know if I have to jinx you. Your head coach might. You went out. Destiny's in your hand. It's in your palm. You just, you just went out. That's all you have to do in games you're favored in. And then it's over. It's done. You're going to Arlington. You're back. Big 12 championship. Mike Gundy. Awesome. But buddy, that's going to be tough to swing if you lose one of these games. Make it a lot tougher. The destiny's in your hands. Will God be in your favor? I guess we'll see. Happy Big 12 basketball season. USC Kansas State tonight. Give me the Wildcats. Jerome Tang. Oh, I'm so excited. I love basketball. I'm a basketball guy. Good conference to be a basketball guy. And this has been, it always will be. Come back tomorrow. We'll break down that game as well as other things that exist in the world. Locked on. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Doce Grande.